Coming up on Philosophy Talk, computers that tell jokes. Computers that tell jokes? The science of humor. The science of humor? Your skepticism is very healthy, it has to be said. But I, I really don't see why it's a joke. What's so funny about computers telling jokes? Humor is intensely knowledge-based. And jokes are very much like compressed thought experiments. They're a way of exposing holes in conventional wisdom. Understanding humor is a very good way of understanding language. Our guest is Tony Veal from University College Dublin. Jokes can go wrong so easily for so many reasons. They're very fragile creatures. To kill the joke seems to be my professional calling these days. The computer behind the humor. The science of humor. Coming up on Philosophy Talk after the news. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. We're coming to you from the studios of 91.7 KALW, local, innovative public radio for San Francisco. We're continuing conversations that began at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus. And from that oasis of thought, our conversation migrates to the air. And from the air, it migrates to the Internet via our blog, the blog.philosophytalk.org, where you can now, if you go to our webpage, you can also listen to Philosophy Talk anytime, anywhere, by downloading one of our podcasts from the best of Philosophy Talk. You know, our topic today, Ken, is the science of humor, and good citizen that I am, I've already posted a blog. It's not a very thoughtful blog. It just consists of a bunch of jokes. But anyway, there it is. Our readers can look at it, and if they can explain the joke scientifically, they should send us some email. Yeah, or if they've got some better jokes, send us those too. But the science of humor, isn't that a little bit oxymoronic? Humor is like an art, a skill. What's science got to do with it? Well, maybe humor isn't a science, but there are sciences connected with humor. Importantly, these days, is computer science. Our guest, Tony Veal, is a computer scientist who's trying to automate the process of joke writing. And also, there are theories of humor that are connected with the sciences, like psychology, as well as philosophical theories of humor. Automate the science of automate joke writing, a computer-automated program that... Just writes jokes. This is this. I got to tell you, I don't want to insult our guests, but this seems like a pretty hopeless endeavor. I mean, joke. Look, first of all, to to have a computer write jokes, you have to have a computer that could engage in ordinary conversation and understand ordinary dialogues. And computers are pretty far from doing that, you know. Well, Ken, this is essentially the objection that uh, people, philosophers in particular, have made against the possibility of artificial intelligence for almost fifty years now. Uh, Bar Hillel said, look, how's a, how's a computer going to know what you mean when you say put the baby in the pen? Oh, what am I supposed to do with the ink? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, you wrote, you've written a joke. Uh, a human immediately knows you're talking about a baby. Uh, since you're talking about a baby, it's a playpen, not a fountain pen or a, or a penal institution. But how are you ever going to get all, uh, all that knowledge in the computer? But uh, the, the th- fact is natural language processing has made great strides, and maybe the science of humor is going to come right along with it. Well, that's what, kind of my point, though. It's after we already know, get computers understanding a lot about conversations. It's at, way after that that we should think about automating jokes because, I mean, you've got to get all this other stuff. I mean, because jokes are not just like... Some small things, they're, they're the tip of a very big iceberg. 
Well, it could be, but it could also be that a lot of jokes come from misunderstandings that computers will be good at insofar as they don't totally understand the context. <laughs> That's true. So it's kind of easy to make them uh, joke generators, just make them kind of dumb and, and, and obtuse. Well, you never know. You yeah. never know, do you? But if, if it is an art, I suppose that one thing the computer scientists will do will be to debrief some of the artists and get the, try to get the rules by yeah. which they, they operate. Yeah, you know, I'd like to get some stand-up comics and ask them if they think a computer could ever take over their jobs. And you know what? Our roving philosophical reporter, Polly Stryker, did just that. She files this report. Many people are comic wannabes, but comedy has to be one of the most difficult arts to master. So how can computers possibly be able to crank out jokes? I asked two stand-up comics about the notion that a computer might do their work for them. I'm a bit leery about whether I think a computer can write a joke. Political satirist Will Durst. However, funny is whatever works. Funny is something different to somebody who lives in a hut in Borneo and has never seen civilization. Funny is whatever makes you laugh. And if the computer programmer who uh, <laughs> finds the jokes off the program, if he thinks they're funny, yeah, then they're funny. Jokes are funny because they present an aha moment, you know, a familiar way of seeing something differently. Comedian Andy Valver. Uh, the classic, of course, is Henny Youngman's Take My Wife, Please. The punchline is obviously the way he delivers please and the word please because you would normally expect any human being to say take my wife she's a wonderful woman I mean that's the beauty of that joke is that it's the standard situation oh, I'm tired of my wife my wife is a nag take my wife please for everyone to get a joke it helps to tap into the collective consciousness yeah I'm sure I do use stereotypes in my act um, one of them is that Bush is stupid and Clinton was oversexed, and Hillary is severe, and Al Gore was wishy-washy, or was that John Kerry? No, that was both, actually. So those stereotypes are introduced at one point, and they take root. That's why they work. There are common experiences all over that. I mean, that's why there's a lot of club comedians who will work with the same themes. Airplane travel. Everyone gets on an airplane. Everyone knows that airplane food is bad. It's crowded. The seats are awful. You have a bad seat mate. Someone smells. Someone throws up. There's a lot of material that you have to work with on an airplane. And we all today fly on airplanes. I asked Durst and Valver if they know why a joke doesn't work. Oh, yeah. You always know why a joke bombs. It's funny. When you do well, it's all a blur. But when uh, when you die, it's everything is highlighted and outlined and in parentheses. <clears throat> yeah, you remember why you die. Every time you get on stage, you learn a little more. Maybe every time you write a joke, maybe when you're a computer program, every time you write a joke, and you get better at it. Maybe if he graded the computer on the jokes, and you know, it would learn how to shoot for the sevens and eights instead of the threes and fours. I'm an Estonian. I remember the first time I performed in front of an Estonian audience. They sat there stone-faced, and I, I was mystified. There was a couple of titters, and I thought to myself, my God, I'm dying here. I, I'm just, I'm eating hot death. And after I came off stage, everyone came up to me and said, what a great job, that was really funny. 
And I was mystified until I realized that I was dealing with Estonians that are from Northern Europe, right below Finland. So they share common cultural traits with Norwegians, Swedes, Finns. Loud explosions of laughter is just not their way. Do they worry that virtual stand-up comics might put them out of work someday? I'd love to have a uh, computer try and take my job, but then again, I'd like to see a uh, computer try to go on the road and live in those comedy condos and uh, hang out in airports and do three shows on a Saturday night. <laughs> I want to have a comedy off, actually, with Big Blue. Me versus Big Blue. We'll tell jokes, see who gets more laughs. Yeah, I'm willing to take on the computer. For Philosophy Talk, I'm Polly Stryker. You can listen to the rest of this episode by purchasing it on iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, subscribe to our archive at philosophytalk.org.